Another, another day, Baruch Hashem, we are blessed to begin another day. And for all of those of us who are alive, Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to be alive. And we're blessed to have a moment in our life where we could remind ourselves what life is about. So someone's going to say, but we, we said the same thing yesterday and we reminded ourselves what life is about yesterday. So what's the, what, what am I going to say to that? I'm going to say that we also ate breakfast yesterday and we also uh, were bathed yesterday. But uh, that's why we recommend the daily, right? That's the um, profile on the quote chat that says that it doesn't last. Motivation doesn't last. Positivity doesn't last. Um, reminding ourselves what life is about doesn't last. That's why neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Because people expect or people think that in order to change your life, you have to change your life and you flick a switch and then your life is changed. But that's not... That's not, thank you so, so much. That's not how it works. In life, if we want to change our life, like we said yesterday, changing our life is changing today. And if you want to change today, the only way to change today is by changing today. You can't go ahead and say, okay, I changed yesterday, so therefore now I'm going to be okay today. Now, a person can work on himself and things can get easier for him. The more we learn how to be more positive, the more a person learns how to accept himself, the more a person learns how to uh, work on himself, then obviously it can get easier because of habits and your, um, your, the inertia of being someone who does something, habits can, can change you. But one of the mo most important things that we have to remember is that it's something that a person has to do on a daily basis. Just like, God willing, when you get married, right, you're not gonna, you gotta you got wake up in the morning and say to your wife, you're gonna say to your spouse, good morning, I love you. You're gonna tell your kids, you're not gonna say, oh, I told you yesterday to have a good day and I gave you a hug yesterday, so I'm not gonna give you a hug today. You have to give your child a hug every day. You have to tell your spouse, I love you. You have to, you don't have to. But if you want to have a good relationship and you want to build a relationship with anyone, is it's, a, it's something that a person has to do daily, on a daily basis, that you show love, you show connection. You're, you're constantly doing that. It's not something that you can you know, say, okay, I'm going to go a, a couple days without telling my son or my daughter that I love you, without telling your spouse that I love you. It's something that, that a person needs constantly, which we're going to talk about in a, in a minute. I really want to dedicate this shear, I want to dedicate today's shear to the, um, because it's something that we have to think about. I don't know if it's still in the news uh, with the, the, our brothers and sisters, Achenu Kolbeis Yisrael, who were murdered Friday night. They were murdered Friday night, Yamach Shemam, by, uh, by terrorists. Yamach Shemam, so terrible, and their families, as we speak, who are, who are sitting shiva, as we speak, who are mourning. 
I want to see if, if anyone can pull up the names that we could just have in mind, because it's difficult. You know, we live in a, we live in a, in a time where, thank you, you can just put it behind me, thank you. We live in a time, oh, here we go. We live in a time where things move so fast, and we hear the news, and we just, you know, turn, here. What? I got them, yeah. Well, you could keep it in case I miss. Right, two of the victims of Friday night were a married couple, 48, Ellie, 48, and Natalie Mizrahi, 45, who left their family, Shabbosuda, in order to help the wounded victims and were shot to death. The couple was only married for two years. Naftali worked in a, Natalie worked 20 years in Hadassah. Unbelievable. A third victim was Rafal Ben Elio, 56 years old, who left behind the wife and three children. One of his children, age 24, was seriously wounded. A fourth victim was Usher Natan, 14 years old, was murdered. Nata, the oldest of eight siblings, left his home shortly before the shooting began. When his father heard the shots, he ran out of the house and found him among the murdered victims. Shemirachim. The fifth victim was Shol Chai, 68, the Gabai of Ashul and Pisgadzev. He had eaten the Shabbosuda in Neve Yaakov at a relative's home and was walking back to Pisgadzev when he was murdered. The sixth victim was Irina Karolova, a Ukrainian national who worked in the neighborhood. The seventh victim was Ilya Sosansky, 26. And a 24-year-old is sedated and ventilated. Another victim, 16, is in moderate condition. And one of the things that we, we have to try and do, it's one of the reasons that we learn Hilchus Lashon Hara, is one of the things that's so important for us to do is to try and feel for other people, to try and think about other people. You know, we go on our daily life and we uh, wake up in the morning and we just, you know, you know walk and do our thing. And, and it's always very important for us, for the Jewish people, for us to, to think about other people, to think about Acheno Kolbeis Yisrael, to think about somebody who's in pain, somebody who not far from here, not far from here. Um, and it's, it's just something that, that unfortunately, and this is part of the late sun, it's not, I don't want to talk any negativity right now um, as we're remembering um, the, the, our Acheno Kolbeis Yisrael, but what happens... What happens is, is that we get distracted very quickly. If you look where I was looking on, if you look on the news outlet that I was looking on, so right under that article, just to tell you something that we have to be aware of, right? Uh, if you look on, you look on any outlet, so it doesn't, it's not, I'm not discriminating against a specific outlet, a news outlet, an app that I have, but if I look under it, just to tell you the way the late sun is, works is that under that article, right next to that article, is already here. Let me pop it up. If I open it up and I'm looking at the article, right, so it has, um, it has next to it, yeah, presentations, happy Purim, send hope, um, discover a drama-filled life full of New, new book from Art Scroll, 
right? What happens is we, you know, you read an article and then right next to it, you know, it has a thing here. The don't cry mommy, right? It has an article about, not an article, an advertisement about um, someone who's in a lot of pain, suffering. And then it says right next to it, 2023 best credit cards. So how is your brain supposed to process? Right, again, it's right here. Right, here we go. Don't cry, mommy. And there's a letter of a little baby uh, in an operating room. But right next to it says, earn points, cash back, 2023 credit cards. Right, this is a, a, a from, quote unquote, me, whatever that means. It's a Jewish um, holy, quote unquote, outlet. That is confusing in your life. It's not supposed to be like that. You're not supposed to be eating a bagel right, and looking at a newspaper, and on one side of the newspaper it says, orphans are suffering, victims of terror, and right next to it, uh, get a new shaitel. That's very, very confusing, because your brain, um, it doesn't give your brain and your heart the ability to process what the information. When a person, it says that in the, in the Holocaust, they say that people didn't, um, People didn't even read the newspaper back in the day in the Holocaust because it was almost like they couldn't do anything about what was going on. They couldn't, they couldn't do anything. So if you can't do anything about it, don't read about it because when you read something and you don't do anything about it, all that does is, is cause callousness and cause a person not to be sensitive. If someone hears the news, right, you hear on the news, uh, you know, in Ukraine, you know, there's a building blown up and 75 people were murdered and the uh, Eagles are going, you're impressed that I know that, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, right? That's why, yeah, I know you're upset about that, but, but the point is, see, see what we focus on, Dovey? You see what we focus on, right? It's not you, it's, it's, it's all of us, right? We could say 75 Ukrainians or people were killed in the world. It doesn't have to be, even if it's in the world, people are killed, the Eagles won. So what am I going to focus on? I'm going to focus on the fact that I'm upset that the Eagles won, if I'm a New Yorker, right? So what's the pshat? The pshat is that when you are exposed and we don't process it and say, wow, you know, something went on, you know, and, and, and what does that mean? Why does Hashem do these things? Why does Hashem make an earthquake? Why does Hashem make a war in Ukraine and Russia? Why does Hashem cause disasters that people in, L in L.A., right? What happened last week? People were murdered in California in a whatever. Why? Why does Hashem do that? Hashem does that because He wants to communicate to us. And when, it's, and when He's communicating to us, He's communicating something to us, it's important for us to hear what He's communicating. But if during that communication, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, so we're little kids, and it's like, you're, you're going ahead, you ever see a little kid who's... Uh, you know, distracted. It gets distracted from something that's important, right? There's something important going on, but then you bring out the candy and you bring out something and it gets distracted. So it's important for us at least to talk about it. Can we cry about it? I don't know if we can cry about it. Can we change our lives about it? I don't know if we could change our lives about it. Could be we can. Obviously we can, but we have to talk about it. We have to talk about the fact that, that, that we, we live in a time that there are tsaras and there is pain, and people go through challenges, and, and people were just, just because they're Jewish, they were murdered, 
right around the corner from us. They were murdered and they were killed for one reason and one reason only, because they are Jewish. And if we, Chas Shalom would have been there, it would have happened to us. It's not, there's no discrimination. We're Jewish and they want to kill us and they hate us and that's just the way it is. And it's important for us to, to, to recognize that as hard as it is in 2023 when we're interested in the eagles or we're interested in, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being interested in sports. It's okay to, be, to follow sports. It's good to follow sports. It's not a bad thing to follow sports. But, but it's important to know, and it's good to get credit cards with points. But it's good to know, to get the right perspective of when am I looking for credit cards with points. You know, suddenly your eyes, and there's a reason. Again, I'm not, I'm not blaming the news outlets, and I'm not saying we live in a terrible world with these news outlets that are, that are you know, confusing us. But it's good to be aware as an adult, everybody here is an adult, it's good to be aware that things are confusing. And it's good to know what, what's, what's right, and it's good to know what's wrong. It's good to know what, what makes sense, and to use your logic to know what, what doesn't make sense. And it's important to know that when people are hurt, and our brothers and sisters are hurt, and there are people sitting shiva as our brothers and sisters, that, that, that we have to at least talk about it. We can't ignore it. I was actually upset yesterday that I didn't mention it. Um, so better late than never. Okay, question, comments? And then we will learn a Hilchus Lashon Hara, um, as we always do, because that's the reason we're still in Gullus. That's the reason there is a separation from people, because of our lack of focus on what's important our lack of focus on ourselves. When we focus on other people, we focus sometimes on the negative, and it's, it's an old story. It's not something that's new. This is historically, as we have in these parashas, the reason we're in Mitzrayim is because, the reason we were in Mitzrayim and all the gullus is because of Lashon Hara and because the Jewish people are not able to get along. There is no enemy Within, there is no enemy within if without an enemy on the outside. The enemy on the outside is really what creates the enemy from within. There is no enemy within without an enemy. There is no enemy on the outside without an enemy on the inside. We are our worst enemy. The Jewish people, Echad Bilvad the Jewish people destroy themselves. No outside enemy can touch us when we are echad, when we are one. When the Jewish people are one, we are safe. When the Jewish people are not one, that is when we are in big trouble. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll learn um, some Hilchus Lashon Hara. Please, question, comments. Yes, Yehuda, I'm actually going to make a bracha, baruch. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Not, not question comments. It's an open forum. There's no. Uh, we're not. We're not fake news over here. We don't have an agenda to push it in some way. We're, I'm open for honesty. So if someone doesn't understand something or someone has questions, we want to try and be honest. So. So, uh, so it sounds like, from what Reverend was saying a little bit, that like when there's pain, 
So that's Hashem communicating to us and, and a distraction yeah. from the communication would be right. something like the Eagles. Is what? Like it would be something like sports or an advertisement that that's like the distraction, that, that that's stopping me from taking in the communication and the Correct. communication. So I guess I'm just trying to like understand that. So Hashem's mode of communication to me is pain? Sometimes. Is it Sometimes. So, not so, always. Not, it's not always. Hashem's mode of communication is pleasure also. Look how beautiful, look how, uh, this is a good communication. Got, you need, I got a nice coffee here. You're, it looks like you're drinking a coffee, right? We're here feeling good. We can, we can go watch a football. We could go watch, I'm sure, right? There's a way, I don't know how that works, but I'm sure we could watch the Eagles. I don't know who they played against, sorry. Uh, uh, right? Uh, San Francisco? Nice, I'm holding. Right? I'm current, Baruch Hashem, Right? So, so Hashem's communicating that to us also now, Yehuda. Well, every, everything's awesome. Simcha Rabba's in the crowd. Rabbi Erblich's in the crowd. Rabbi Berg's in the crowd. Right? I'm feeling good. I put on a new tie this morning from America. America. Right? I got a new shirt. I'm, that's, that's a communication from God. God's saying, Yoni, Rabbi Fisher, I love you. You're awesome. Awesome. I love you. He loves all of us. That's communicating to us. Did that throw off your question or that answered your question? Right. Hashem's always communicating to us. Just, yeah. Go, 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 go. When, and, and like I know this is maybe like a huge question there, I don't know, but like when he, capital H, yeah. chooses the mode, right. chooses the communication line of pain, right. Like what's up with that? Like, like, yeah, like, I, that's a right. That's a uh, some Karaba, You want to? <laughs> what? Great, please. Um, so wait, so Yehuda, Yehuda's. Yeah. Wait, you're you're gonna answer it or you're you're commenting? I'm commenting on Right, so Yehuda's asking. I think let's first get Yehuda's question clear, which is a great question. Yehuda, I think, is asking, like, why is Hashem communicating in pain? How is he communicating? Why? Yeah, I mean, right. like, if somebody told me that, that the way that my parent raised me, right. and even if right. they're going to tell me that they're all, like, appreciative right. because my right. parent did teach me right. that they really caused me a lot of pain. I mean, right. That's a little... <coughs> right, it's a little intense. Sorry to make that comment. Right, right, right. right. That's a little... great... So, so Karabo, because I have a... Right, so, I, so, so to be honest with you, to really be honest with you is that I, I don't know. If you really want to know the truth, I have no idea why there has to be pain. We could say, Derech Hashem, I could give an answer, but it's not going to be as good as your question. I don't know why, why the Jewish people have to suffer, why anybody for that matter has to suffer and go through H-E-L-L and, and say, oh, it's... It's because God is, right, is really good. If it doesn't feel that way, I, I, we, I'm not big enough to be able to answer that question. I don't know. I don't know why a person would have to suffer. We know that ultimately it's good for us. We know it's ultimately the best. We know ultimately it's all good. But, but in our limited understanding, I don't, I don't know why he has to communicate that way. We could give answers, Derech Hashem. We can give it answers. I'm not, on this forum, I, I can't answer that. But what I could say is that there is also a lot of pleasure 
that Hashem communicates to us. You know, if you ever meet somebody who really suffers his whole life, someone who is ill mentally, physically, suffer, 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 right? You know, I, I think a lot of us here, Baruch Hashem, don't have that, right? Baruch Hashem, we don't have that. But, but uh, I always say, you know, when people talk about, when people talk, let's say, about the Holocaust, and they say, oh, well, because of the Holocaust, I don't believe in God or something like that. So I always said, I mean, I grew up with people in the Holocaust. That, that was like my, our peer group, our uh, shul and our friend, not peer group, but we grew up just with people all over the place with the Holocaust. That was just the way I grew up. And, I, and there were a lot of people who were very angry at God and had a lot of, uh, you can only imagine, right? And then I, I remember when we would struggle with it, like the Holocaust, I remember this happened to me. This was my own insight. I don't think I read it anywhere. I didn't hear this. Story. It was my own insight. It was, like, it was like, if that guy went through the Holocaust and he's not angry at God, so how could I be angry at God for the Holocaust when I didn't go through it? That was just my own thing. Whether that's right or wrong, I remember that that was something that hit me very strong. So you would have to speak to someone who's in, who's in torture, meaning if you go to the homes and be Menachem Avel, the people who lost family members in this Neve Yaakov terror attack, then you would, ha you would have to ask them, you know, Right, we're sitting here comfortably. We're sitting here, you know, drinking coffee, and you know, and we're all good. So we have to sort of understand how Hashem's communicating to me. But Hashem definitely is communicating to us and communicates us with with stronger ways, weaker ways, harder ways, easier ways. Is that? I don't know if that. Uh, yeah, Judah. Oh, Simcharaba, thank you. That, that's very sensitive. Yeah, Simcharaba. First of all, Yehuda Mattel. Thank you, Yehuda. Thank you. No, I, I, and the clap, I, the clap is not just because we clap. We, we appreciate that uh, we encourage uh, openness and real questions, but I'm, I'm clapping because that's a, very, that's a very open, vulnerable... If anybody needs a good therapist, Yehuda Mattel is a great therapist, so it's... Uh, it's good to it's good to take you know take advantage of a person who himself is willing to ask questions that are that are bothering him. Yes, Ribsim Karaba and Judah Shkol for 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 the respect for Ribsim Karaba. Yeah. So I'm just uh, I wanted to say um, first of all um, I think what the Rab said just needs to be like highlighted at like. I love you, Yah, that you could uh, stand here and say you can pose the question, because I know that like, you was like, probably like, tripping out of his mind, so I don't want to give voice to that. So thank you. Well, for like, saying that I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah. Okay, awesome. no problem. Thank and, you. Um, um, the thing that I wanted to share is that um, there's a, a, Jewish, um, a Jewish guy named uh, Gabriel Mahed, and he wrote a book called When the Body Says No, and he did like a certain amounts of studies about how when people are suffering, a lot of time the suffering is actually trying to tell them like they need to slow down, they need to calm down, they need to get in touch themselves. And, nice. and like when people like talk about God, they kind of like go into this like fourth dimension of like, you know, God reality. And it's like, no, like like even without God in the picture, they're suffering. And in that suffering, that that like like they, they did a study of like this disease called ALS, and the people that do the intake, 
literally right on the nose. Like, oh, this person probably has it because he's such a pushover. Like, like, like they can see the, the unhealthiness on people that wow. creates these diseases that are quote unquote like, you know, science doesn't have an answer to an understanding. And you know, and he goes through um, cancer and he goes through a bunch of different diseases with all these studies about how people's healthiness in themselves affects that suffering. Nice. So I just want to say that uh, anybody who's interested in this idea, he just came out with a new book called Live the Normal. I think uh, he's a good one at it. Shout out to the good one. And um, it's really amazing. But about like the idea of suffering, like you just realize, like, like yes, like it, it sounds harsh. God, you know, God communicates to us through suffering, but like it's a really, really good, um, what's the word? It's a really um, efficient way of communication because when we suffer, it, 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 it does wake us up and it does help us realize it. And it really, like, you know, again, like out of like, you know, whatever you want to call it, like people literally get healed from like degenerated diseases by like getting that wake up call from like the suffering. So, like, it's just like a, a great, like, you know, paradigm shift of like, nice. you know, what pain is. Nice. Thank you so much. Wow. wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, Judah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. terms of Jewish history education, how we've been persecuted and yeah. treated like dogs. Yeah, all of us just dogs, yeah. So like how is that how is that and like the stuff that happens nowadays, like people of that are kind of part of my family, I guess you would say. Right. How am I supposed to bolster my confidence and belief that God cares about me? When uh, my entire history right. and, uh, to, and to this day, worse than animals. Right. Yeah. That's so. So again, thank you, Judah. That's a. Uh, I, I. I. Like I, Yehuda, and for sure, I'm. On a, you're talking on a, on a much uh, more global level for the Jewish people. I. I really am not. I'm not just saying this to say I don't know. Again, I'm. I don't. I don't feel that I'm the right person to answer that question because I don't. I don't really have a good answer to that question. Like, that's a toughie. It's a toughie. You know, that we've been suffering, you know, since the beginning of time. And, right, it's hard. I think they say that Unclus um, was uh, Megayer. He became a convert during uh, the, the, the hardest time in the Jewish history. Like, that showed how dedicated he was to the Jewish people. Is that imagine some imagine imagine a German converting to Judaism during the Holocaust? Like you got to be, you got to be something wrong with you, you know. But my my my, uh, you know, again, we're talking about something that's very difficult to talk about, which is why people suffer, why the Jewish people suffer. My um, advice to everybody is to read uh, the War Years uh, from the Klosenberger Rebbe to read the, the war years because he's a person who lost 11 children, Rahman al-Litzlan, and lost his wife. He lost his entire family in the Holocaust. And he was a, a man who kept, not only kept to his faith, but he built, uh, he built the Jewish people, he built up Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, even though he suffered so much. So I, I like to, like I said before, Judah, I like to 
find people who were actually suffered and who went through all of the pain and the suffering, because I didn't go through the Holocaust. Um, Baruch Hashem, I, you know, I've had a, a, pretty, a pretty happy, good, I'm an American guy, love football, love, you know, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. I don't know if you guys had that in your day, but that that's, uh, it was like a song we used to sing, right? Baseball, I don't know if Rabbi Freiman remembers that, but that's where we grew up. I grew up with cartoons, I grew up with Tom and Jerry, Right? It wasn't Zohar the Spongebob, that's after my time, you know, but, but I grew up basically baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. My father had a convertible, we used to play baseball, I was in a little league, you know, had a great, went to Disney World with my family, like, you know, it doesn't mean that, that I didn't have my own complex trauma. Uh, looked that up, asked uh, Ripsim Kharaba, asked Dr. Yehuda Mattel about that, complex trauma. I've had complex trauma, we all have complex trauma, but I didn't go through the Holocaust. You know, I didn't go through real intense suffering that I could say, look at me, that I'm a Jew who's able to stay in faith through all my suffering. You know, what I would do, what I would suggest anyone, read Man's Search for Meaning. Um, that's a famous book uh, from Dr. Viktor Frankl. That's a book... That, that the whole world has read. He's someone who went, you know, he wrote that book uh, within the concentration camps. You know, you def there's definitely what to read. I'm going to stop right here, even though this is short, very, very short for me, but it's okay. I'm trying to keep to the schedule over here. Um, Hashem should help us. We didn't even get to the Hilchus Hashanah. Hashem should help that ultimately, and this I'm getting from the Basil Sisharim, Hashem should help ultimately that we don't need, as Simcha Rabba was saying, we don't need the pain to wake us up to what we need to do in life. Right? The Mesil Sharm says very clearly is that we want to take inspiration and musr and thinking about life without things, right? You don't have to you don't want to think about, you know, why I'm here on this world that I need someone to die and I need something bad to happen in order for me to think about uh, my mort immortality, my mortality, the fact that life is short. We want to be able to do that without any suffering. Hashem should heal and, and bring a nechama to all the Jewish people, to all of us, and Amir Tashem, Judah, your wonderful question, and Yehuda, both Yehudas over here, right? Even though, no, that's not your, that's not your Hebrew name, but Judah will say it's a, it is? Yehuda? I thought it's like, uh, what's your full name? What? What's your first name? Pesach, right? What? Yehuda Pesach, beautiful name, right? So that the Yehudas, the Jews, that's the Chedush Yerim says, you're called Yehuda, the Jewish people, we should all be Zoha to be comforted and to, to have a clarity of what life is about and to have gratitude, which is what the name Judah, Yehuda is, is to have gratitude and realize that Hashem gives us so much and Hashem is always trying to communicate to us and let us listen to the communication of what Hashem... Don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about a week ago. Don't be worried about your future. The best thing you could do for yesterday and a week ago and for your future is do today because today is the first day of the rest of your life. 